happen. Like all of these times that you say the word should, it's a trap, right? And I know that you, I know that you know what I'm talking about. Like you just feel like it is, um, it kind of creates this restriction around you and then ends up feeding into that belief of not being worthy or not being enough. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. So today we're talking about the escaping, escaping the shoulds. Like this is shutting yourself or, or saying um, you should do something or he should do something, right? And this is this is a dangerous thing. This is something that we all struggle with, but being aware, right? Because all of my videos, I start with, you know, the first step is just being aware and catching yourself when you do it, because self-awareness is key to changing behaviors. So let me go ahead. If you're watching this, let me know in the comments. I'm going to try to remember to check, try to remember to check my comments. I was talking to somebody yesterday and um, we were talking about how we always forget. I was talking to another person who does lives in her groups and in her group. And we were talking about how we always forget to check the comment section. I don't know why I do, but I'm going to try to remember. So if you are watching this live or if you're watching the replay, but if you're watching this live, especially say hello in the comments and I will try to remember to check it. So I silenced my phone. So I think I have to keep refreshing it in order to see comments, but they should show up. So let's dive into shoulds, right? And escaping the shoulds. So these are some things that you may have said to yourself, right? I should start journaling. I should be more patient. I should be able to work and take care of my family. I should love being around my kids all the time. I should be able to get dinner on on the table every night. I should be able to cook for my family. I should be able to run, you know, run errands and be back in time. Like all of these times that you say the word should, it's a trap. Right. And I know that you I know that you know what I'm talking about. Like you just feel like it is um, it kind of creates this restriction around you and then ends up feeding into that belief of not being worthy or not being enough, because so many of those shoulds are around unrealistic expectations. That's something that I cover in my Quiet the Inner Mean Girl program are the unrealistic expectations. And we talk about the shoulds and like, what are some of those things that come up for you that keep you trapped and keep reinforcing the belief of not being enough? You can also should against other people. 
and these and or against other people and against the circumstances. So what it looks like when you're doing it towards others are people should be more considerate. You should know what I need. Our toddler should be talking by now. People should be more considerate, right? Or any of those things that you might've said. Let me know in the comments if there's things that you say or that you've, you've, you've noticed that you say about should. What have you said lately that use that word should? And then ended up as a result making you feel bad about yourself. So now, if it's towards circumstances that should have went better, that party should have started earlier, the war shouldn't have happened. These are just examples of when you're using the should and creating some unrealistic expectations about circumstances. These are internal rules, internal rules that we ourselves make up. And we, they include like the must, the gotta's, right? I gotta do this. He must have, he, I'm trying to think, he must have um, been busy, right? Like the things that we create these rules within ourselves and we use them as a way that we think is going to drive us but they usually end up just making us feel like a failure because they're unrealistic. We end up continually disappointing ourselves because we're not measuring up, the other person isn't measuring up or the circumstance isn't measuring up to these expectations. So we're constantly putting ourselves in the state of disappointment by using that word should. It ends up controlling us instead of making us feel like, instead of taking us out of the victim mode and recognizing like what responsibility or power we have, when we use that word should, it keeps us as the victim. It keeps us, um, it just keeps control of us, right? Instead of the opposite. And if when you use it too much and you're constantly feeling, you're constantly reinforcing that belief of not being enough, it can lead to some mental health issues. It can lead to depression and anxiety. It can lead to addiction use, right? Like, I mean, in the most severe sense, it can. When you're constantly feeling like when you're constantly reinforcing that belief of not being enough. When you are using the shoulds towards others, it leaves us feeling bitter, resentment, and anger towards those other people because they're not able to meet up with those unrealistic expectations that you're placing. And then you're feeling disappointed and then you start feeling resentful towards those other people. And that's gonna weaken your relationships with others rather than strengthen the relationships. And then when you use them towards circumstances, it leaves you feeling frustrated and like that you're getting like a bum deal. You're getting like, uh, you're, you're getting a raw deal because the circumstances you're, you're expecting certain things. And when those circumstances aren't playing out as such, and you start using the words should, that should have been better. You're feeling like you're getting the bum deal. If you're a super busy, stressed out mom, looking to minimize self-doubts, challenge unrealistic expectations and confront negative self-talk all while increasing your self-confidence 
then you already know that you have to stop feeling inadequate and fully believe in yourself. That's where the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program can help. In just eight weeks, you can transform your inner critic to become your biggest cheerleader. You will learn proven methods to stop negative self-talk, break the cycle of negative thinking, and shift your self-beliefs to ones that serve you. Start treating yourself with kindness and compassion and grow your self-esteem and confidence by enrolling in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program today. You can find the link in the show notes of today's episode. So how do you stop? How do you escape the shoulds, right? Let's just go with the title of this this week's live or podcast episode, whichever one you're listening, however you're viewing this or, or, or consuming this content. The three ways to escape the should. The number one, well, before we even get to that, I'm going to start with be aware, right? Start catching yourself. When you start using that word should, get your kids to help you. Most of these are internal though. So they're they're these thoughts that you're having, those automatic negative thoughts that are creating the emotions that you're feeling. But you can make it a game. Like if you get your kids involved, If they hear you saying the word should, right? Like you got to pay them a a nickel. Well, nowadays it's probably like a dollar. Like you got to make it something that's like going to keep you from saying should. But just to be able to catch yourself saying that should. Saying the should word. So number one is to reframe it as a preference or an option. So let's go back to I should start journaling, right? You might've heard that journaling was good for you, that it helps you get to your feelings and your, and sort out your thoughts and all of that good stuff. I've done episodes and podcast episodes or podcast episodes about journaling. So let's just use that as an example. I should start journaling. Instead of saying should, reframe it as a preference. Like I want to start journaling. I could start journaling. I would like to start journaling, right? Like these are ways to just reframe that should. It could be nice. He may be busy, right? Like reframing the should to a possibility. And it puts you back in control instead of being in that victim mode. Number two is to shift perspective. So what I mean by this is should, like ask yourself when you say, let's use another example. I'm going to, I've got my notes here. So I'm scrolling up and down. So let's use the example. Um, you should be more considerate. Okay. This is a, a should against another. You should be more considerate. Should they? Right. Like start asking, like what happened in that situation? And what could be a different way of looking at that? Consider the situation or the relationship through the eyes of the others involved. So that should have went better. Shift your perspective. What did go better? What did go good about that circumstance? And start shifting your attention to a different perspective, to a different way of looking at that circumstance or that person or yourself. Ask yourself if the things you think are 
imperatives, rules, mandates, necessities, if, if that is a rule that applies to everybody. So what I mean by that is I should be able to get dinner on the table every night. Okay, let's see. Why do you think that? Where is that should coming from? And, and does everyone else, is everyone else able to get dinner on time or get dinner on the table every single night? It might look like it from your social feed, but do your informal poll. Get right into the Moms Without Caves Facebook group. Ask that as a question. Do a poll, and I'm sure you're going to find that the majority of moms aren't able to do that. And this might go back to redefining what it is that makes a good mom, right? And instead of constantly feeling like you should be have dinner on the table or you should be able to get everybody out the door on time and like all of these things that are keeping you trapped, start looking around and saying, you know, it's okay. I'm still a good mom. What are some, what are some shoulds? Like look back at that example that you might've put in the comments. Nobody put in the comments yet, but I realize that most of you watch this in replay. When you're saying the should word to yourself, what's a different way to look at that? How can you reframe or shift the perspective, shift your perspective and change that? And then looking for evidence. Is it true? I should be more patient. Are you already patient? Have there been times that you've been able to demonstrate patience? Is it possible that most moms are struggling to work and take care of their families without feeling overwhelmed? There, there are a lot, of, I mean, that's one of the reasons I created this group so that you can see that you're not alone. And you can feel less, you can feel like you are a good mom, even when things are hard, even when you're struggling, even when you're feeling overwhelmed. Your worth is not attached to your to-do list. Your worth is innate, right? Like we build up our self-esteem in this group. And if you're listening to this on podcast, because I do repurpose this for the podcast, come join our Facebook group. It's a great way to know that you're not alone. Give yourself credit. Most of us are so much more resilient, so much more capable, so much more surrounded by good things to draw upon, and so much more contributing and loving than we think we are. We are our own worst critic, which is why I created the Create the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program, because I want to turn that inner critic into your biggest cheerleader. I want to help you see what you see you as you and change those self-beliefs so that you believe that you are enough, that you are a good mom, that you don't need to fill your day with all of these people-pleasing activities, right? Like to make sure everyone else is happy, to help you create some boundaries around yourself, to get comfortable with taking off your cape. Because only when you create those boundaries around yourself and get comfortable with saying no, will you be comfortable with hanging up your cape and saying yes to you. So if you struggle with this, the first step I want is for you to join the upcoming challenge. It's happening starting on Monday, 
So if you're listening to this on podcast, it starts today, right? Monday, September 19th. But if you miss this, like if you're listening to this podcast episode past, it's a five-day challenge so you can join anytime during the week. But if you happen to, to stumble upon this in the future, just come join the group because I hold the challenge several times through the year. So you can always jump in. But if you are listening to this in time and you're watching this live in the group or you're watching this replay in the group, or you are watching this the week of September 19th, come join the challenge. I'll go ahead and throw the links, in, the link to join in the comment section and in the show notes. And it's momswithoutcapes.com backslash challenge. My aim is to serve 60 moms through this challenge and I am almost halfway there. So come join the challenge, bring a friend if you want. It's great to have that accountability, but you'll get plenty of accountability and support inside the group. And there'll be prizes. So come join and get take your chance on winning some prizes. But even if you don't win an official prize, you still win because you will start putting yourself on your to-do list, start prioritizing, start prioritizing yourself and start reaping the benefits of self-care. You'll define what it means to self-care, like what it means to you, because it's totally personal. And you'll also learn how to make time for you. I give tips and strategies throughout the week on how to free up some time and carve out some time for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.